the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 930 AM, The Answer, or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Click along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and your gardening questions. You call us at 308-8867, 308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. It's a pretty day out here at Millburgers. We're going to talk to David Rodriguez, and hopefully in a little while, find out how his uh, workshop went. And, again, it's a reminder that... Um, you need to uh, be always uh, checking out millburgernursery.com. We'll tell you what's going on, but uh, you can find out more details like the Top Tomato Contest next Saturday by going to millburgernursery.com. And that's on plantanswers.com, too. Oh, good. Oh, good. I've got the uh, Top Tomato Contest and the uh, Topics of the Month. So uh, give us a call. We'll try to talk a little bit about that. Or uh, uh, give us a call. Come on out. Now the phone number, 308-8867, 308-8867. You hearing everything okay? Um, not quite. You said you want to Uh-oh. wiggle it a little bit there? Got the right one plugged in, huh? I think, uh, yeah, I don't see. I, I see that you didn't put any other wires in there. So, yeah, so. All right, that should, that should, that should do it. All right, so 308 8867. Well, how was your trip? It was good. Jeremy did uh, good on his record release party, and uh, we had quite a few people there. And uh, uh, we set, set some cameras up and videoed it. Oh, good. We ran about an hour and a half, and uh, so uh, we videoed it. And uh, one, of, one of his friends is. Uh, sending us a video so uh no he did a good job with it and uh, uh got several uh bites or from people that uh want to help him along in his career mm-hmm. and so that that was the main reason for you the record release more than his mother and his father right right <laughs> more a lot more 
but uh, we're we're all hoping that that things work out. But anyway, he had a good time and was excited about uh, us being there. And even even though I don't travel as well as I used to, but uh, had a good flight up, good flight back, and uh, and enjoyed visiting with him. Went to Tennessee. Uh, I'm a, when I say Tennessee, I mean my hometown there, right outside of Memphis. Uh, rather than uh, Jeremy has to remind me that Nashville's in Tennessee too, Dad. But uh, anyway, everything was good. Uh, good at the household. Uh, I, I was thinking that uh, they had a pretty cold winter there. Had some pretty cold temperatures, and uh, I, I take all the plants up there to evaluate them for cold temperatures and. Uh, the the plant that with the uh, crape myrtle that we sell is called uh, uh, Alamo Fire crape myrtle, the red one. Uh, didn't even didn't even burn a branch back. Oh wow! And, and that's uh, cool. Uh, single digit temperature. So uh, that's that's good. That's about the northern edge of uh, crape myrtles up there. But uh, some some years will get them, but uh, that last year didn't get that one. That must mean that that rumor we started that Jerry was off to charm school was not true. Uh, I didn't start it. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. They wouldn't take me, Gavin. <laughs> I got there and uh, <laughs> they said, "Go away." Said we can't help well, you. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're not that. You got to have Which hope. Yeah. Barely means that that you know you have plenty of charm. They can't add anything to it. I guess. Is what <laughs> you know, now that no, we, now that we got that computers and databases, it's just hard to sneak them in anywhere, isn't it? <laughs> All right, 308-8867, the number, 308-8867. Just curious, so anything else uh, uh, to be uh, envious of? I visited with some of my um, uh, gardening friends up there, and it, it's always difficult for me to realize how much further ahead we are than uh, than Tennessee. And he, I guess East Texas, they're, they're about, Tennessee is about like East Texas. But they've got... Uh, the biggest tomatoes they've got are marble size. Really? Marble size. Maybe, oh, you're talking the weather. Got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe some have got uh, golf ball size, but uh, that'd be as big as they have. They didn't. They didn't have any ripe tomatoes. I, I should have taken them some from here, but uh, uh, they don't travel well on the airplane. No. And, and they, they, they the, the passengers might have wanted some of my tomatoes if I'd have carried them sack of tomatoes on the airline but anyway they're they their gardens are doing well up there got a lot of cotton planted up there they plant cotton corn or soybeans and uh uh saw some of my farmer friends up there and they're they're planting big on cotton this year and uh, i always like to go up and see what it's, it's funny when one of them plants cotton, or I don't guess it's one of them. I guess they have a coordinated effort, but uh, everybody plants cotton. Like last year, everybody planted corn. So, but uh, this year they're planting cotton. Irena, that's what the, you know. We thought they wasted all that time in the cafe drinking coffee and yeah, discussing right. issues. <laughs> but in fact, they're setting their policy and plans for yeah, the next year. Yeah. They they must get around, uh, work with the local uh, 
a local farm bureau and places like that. And uh, the extension, uh, extension service. Yeah, and extension yeah. service. And they say, I asked, I asked one of the old farmers there. I said, why, why is everybody planting cotton this year? You go, of course, the way it goes up there, they have a good crop and low prices, or regardless of what they plant. You know, that's that's typical farming. But uh, he said, well, cotton has been more stable, has stable prices than hmm. uh, than the, than the, the corn does. So uh, that's why they were more cotton this year. But I, I, I did a, had an interesting experiment conducted while I was gone. I, I planted some tomatoes uh, early on uh, this year down south, down around uh, Camelton, and. Uh, when I got when I got back, they had some uh, big. I'm talking about big ripe tomatoes uh, on uh, sele- on um, uh, Tycoon and uh, 1823. And so I had a had a older lady here from uh, my 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 son-in-law's uh, mother. Even older than you? Even older than me. Mm-hmm. Was from, uh, and she's from up around Oregon. And uh, she was talking about before I left how uh, she can't get any good tomatoes unless it's up there. You know, unless their tomatoes come in, local tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, which is, uh, you know, it's true. A lot, a lot of it's true. But. Uh, so I went down to Camelton and I got uh, some uh, uh, tycoons and I got some 1823s and I I put I labeled labeled the crates, put them side by side, and uh, my daughter my granddaughter was coming came coming through and she got some of of both kinds and uh, and so they tested them. For I said I want you to say which one of these are best, and unanimously, they said eighteen twenty three. Really? Is best. Oh yeah. wow! Best tasting tomato. And uh, I have her notes here. She says uh, on eighteen twenty three said uh, thin skin. It's thin skin, uh, and uh, more tomato flavor. Full tomato. More, yeah. Big, big, big ripe tomatoes. More tomato flavor. And, um, however, Tycoon, uh, my son-in-law seemed to like Tycoon. He thought Tycoon was sweeter than 1823. And, uh, and, uh, uh, but my, his mother said that, uh, the tycoon had it because it was so big. It had a tendency to have radial cracks in it, you know, splits, splits from down to, from the stem. But uh, this time of the year, yeah, this time of the year, had the the little the and they were ripening on the vine. You mm-hmm. know, that's another thing. So but a little uh, little earlier in the season when the the tycoons and the Red Deuce and the HM, of course, the HM 1823 has been ripening all along. So. Right. But anyway, I thought that was interesting, especially yeah. since they all uh, all uh, had a consensus 
that that was the best. Now, the the rest of the story is uh, down at uh, Campbellton. I have some uh, uh, tasty Lee planted. Now, they they got marble size. Well, they got golf ball size fruit by now. Is that yeah. the size you're Yeah, mine are yeah. tennis ball size. Okay. Well, the, these... I think there are. This was a week ago, a week or so ago. Yeah. You've had some hot weather, so I imagine mine are the same size. Yeah, I was thinking week or ten days they'll be. They ought to be perfect for the tomato contest. Yeah. For they'll start ripening. But so. they, it's amazing that uh, as late as we planted them and they were smaller, they've really come. Yeah. Caught up. A lot of fruit. Yeah. A lot of fruit. Well, you you brought me some tomatoes today. Well, maybe we ought to wait until next, keep those to next week, and have a taste test. It's up to you. I oh, brought no. them. I just, I'd been uh, picking tomatoes, been, picking tomatoes, and I hadn't been segregating them, so that you know I couldn't always tell which one yeah. I was eating. And uh, Judy and all her friends, there's kind of a lineup. You know, I pick every two days, and then there's people there, and she's. Oh, okay. So I thought I better, I better latch on to some of these for <laughs> Jerry and, and put them in, in bags as separate, so that if if you, you yeah, know, you were using them just to get make sure you had a t- yeah. taste test. I bet you, I bet you hadn't had any complaints on the taste. Not taste. a bit. Everybody liked everything. Oh yeah. Now if you if you forced them to do a test, kind of like you did, where pick the. Uh, it's kind of like, I like them all, but this is yeah. my favorite, yeah. Yeah. Which is not inconsistent with what we've always... But what, I, what I'm worried about with Tasty Lee is, you know, the taste test are better to get the same ripeness of tomato and the same everything else. Since we planted Tasty Lee late, by the time they get ripe... Uh, the others are going to be kind of past their prime, so it's I, right. I don't know if I hope we be able to get some get and some uh, good uh, tomatoes off of the. And I have a tendency to pick mine. Ladies and gentlemen, start your maters. It's time for the Millburgers Top Tomato and Best Salad Bowl Contest for the spring of 2017. That's right, June 17th, 1030 to 1215. Check out the Millburgers Top Tomato Contest. Bring in your best tomatoes, and you may win a great prize from Millburgers. You might even be named the Top Tomato. The first division is the Cherry and Smaller and the Regular Size Tomatoes. Then there's the Biggest Tomato Based on Weight. 
then one tomato will win an extra prize as you win the best of show champion or top tomato. So there's lots of prizes to be had, lots of fun. In fact, Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate to use that day just for coming out and being a part of the contest and having some fun. So, Check out MillburgerNursery.com for all the details, MillburgerNursery.com, where you'll learn about the upcoming Top Tomato Contest June 17th at Millburgers Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Peace through planning. That's the motto of Weisinger Law Firm, and the planning begins with your free consultation with Charlie Weisinger. Charlie, you call yourself an estate planning attorney. What exactly does that mean? Well, Baron, estate planning is simply protecting you, your family, and your assets in case the worst happens. A basic plan includes a will, financial, and medical powers of attorney, health information releases, and directives for your physician. If you don't have these basic elements in place, it's an even harder year for your loved ones. Well, a lot of people put off that decision because of that. You're making hard decisions on a very hard topic. But knowing you, Charlie Weisinger, you make it so easy. Well, we spend about an hour in our first meeting where I learn a lot about you and educate you on estate planning. Based on that first meeting, we'll schedule a second where I'll present a plan to you. We'll sign documents, and that's where peace through planning begins. It's three hours out of your life so you can have peace for the rest of your life. Let Charlie help you achieve peace through planning by calling Weisinger Law Firm. The number in San Antonio is 210-308-0800, online at weisingerlawfirm.com. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Homeowners, you know all too well about the hails we've had in San Antonio. But did you know that your homeowner's insurance not only covers damage to your roof, but also damage to your deck or wooden fence? Barry Hagendorf of Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147 can help you reseal and repair that damage and make it look new again. And if you've already met your deductible because of other damage, there may be no additional cost to you. Barry Hagendorf at 822-9147 of Deck and Patio Care has been helping homeowners improve the look of their decks, patios, fences, and homes since 1985 and their incredible results speak for themselves check it out for yourself at deckandpatiocare.com you'll see miraculous transformations and real testimonials of happy thrilled customers so if your deck fence or patio has been damaged in the recent hailstorms find out about how your homeowner's insurance may cover damages for more information call deck and patio care right now at 822-9147 that's 822-9147 or go to deckandpatiocare.com Homestead Handcrafts, the most unique craft mall with the finest handcrafts, collectibles, and antiques in San Antonio with over 300 different vendors. You'll find an amazing variety of treasures that change weekly. Homestead Handcrafts can dress you and your home inside and out. It's the ultimate craft show, open seven days a week. Homestead Handcrafts with two locations to serve you on Thousand Oaks at El Sendero and Blanco Road near Panther Springs Park, north of 1604. HomesteadHandcrafts.com One of the Ten Commandments says to honor your father and mother. 
and right now, I'd like to honor my father. He fought our country's battles as part of the greatest generation in World War II. He was brave, strong, and independent, and he retired right here in San Antonio, where for the last few years of his life, he fought his final battle called Alzheimer's. I'm so proud of my father. My name is Greg Perkins, and after my own service to our country and in honor of my father, I started a company called In-Home Senior Care. Since 1999, we have been providing peace of mind that gives the honor and dignity your parents deserve by helping them remain in the home of their memories and assisting them with day-to-day activities like meal preparation, bathing assistance, housekeeping, transportation, and companionship. Honor your father or mother today by calling 210-256-CARE. And in-home senior care can have a care specialist in your home today. InHomeSeniorCare.com. It's not just a name. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, broadcast live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I'm Milton Glick, along with Trace Hazlett of Millburgers, Dr. Calvin Finch, and Jack, who is on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Jack, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you today? Jack, you there? Three. There you are. How can we help you? Yes, sir. Uh, I have a grapefruit tree that uh, has produced great for a number of years, and just in the last few months, it has on the top, a bunch of the branches on the top uh, where older growth would be have dropped all of the leaves, and it's just bare branches now, 
But then below that, there's new growth and seems healthy. But the upper branches, they they look like they're still alive. I haven't broken one off, but they're they've dropped everything. Uh, and I'm seeing some small grapefruits that normally wouldn't drop off the tree. I don't think uh, that have dropped off even in the last month. Yes, it sounds the like you're describing. Yeah, it sounds like you're describing my grapefruit trees, and uh, it's from the freeze. Uh, a lot of the branch, and this this is quite common in freeze damage. A, lo- a lot of the plants that are pretty good in terms of free uh, cold tolerance, but they do have a, a point where they'll get the damage. They'll they'll start out as long as the weather is cool. The damage that they had can support the plant, but the minute we start getting these hot days, then it's more clearly defined where the damage is. So you've okay. got you got some of the, you've got some of those branches that have some cells that are still alive, but you got other cells and vascular blockage, and 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 I think I think not only me, but I'll bet almost everybody out there with uh, grapefruits uh, uh, is familiar with that description. And I, okay. I've I've come to the conclusion that I'm going to go go ahead and cut those off, even though I see little green sprouts. But they're just you know it's with the heat, it becomes more and more obvious where the where the uh, okay. strong okay, so strong growth is. Yeah, I w- I okay. would yes. Perfect. And uh, you. All right. Sounds good. Good luck. Thanks, Jack. You take care. All right. 308-8867. 308-8867. Well, Carol left some stuff here at Millburgers, and the guys have taken a look at it and have some questions for her. So she was nice enough to come on the air with us. Hi, Carol. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. You're on the radio. So how are you doing today? Good morning. I'm doing great. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Okay, the guys wanted to ask you some questions, so we're going to do some detective work here. Carol, when, this Calvin, this Calvin, when did you uh, start seeing these symptoms? Uh, early this spring, mostly. Last year, I did have some leaf curl, uh, and it was right after we had a lot of rain. This year, we're in the Lavernia area, and we have had very little rain, and it just seems to pass us up continually. That uh, early in the spring, I started getting leaf curl on some of the plants, and it got, uh, uh, it just seemed like it started taking over different plants. And I'm having some new things getting curl now that didn't have them before. Okay, so it isn't, we, we're, in our discussion here, we somehow imagined that the, it was almost all at once that this was happening on all, all, well, these, all these plants. It did kind of, it, it started all at once on some of them, but I'm having others that are starting to pick up the leaf curl now. And some of them are in raised beds where they're not susceptible to a lot of water drain off. We are at the bottom of a hill, so we get water drain off off of the hill, but a lot of the plants aren't anywhere really where the water drain off is affecting them. Okay, and when you say water drain off, is that water sitting? There's sitting there. Sit- there's there's nothing sitting, but because we are at the bottom of a, a hill, our our property is the bottom of a hill, uh, and we have a sandy base with 
clay under it probably about a foot under there's clay so when we get runoff it does uh you know it does tend to to stay there for a little bit but we haven't had hardly any rain so the ground is not real damp uh have not really run my sprinkler system but a couple of times this year so far so it's uh it, it doesn't seem to be related to moisture the thing that i have noticed the last the last indication i had that it was getting worse was my turks cap has is slowly uh progressing across with a leaf curl i had one little healthy batch and now it's starting to get leaf curl and it's just right next to the other what what kind of plants are there that aren't showing that any damage Oh, uh, there I've, got a lot, I've got a tremendous a of, amount of plants, so I've got a lot of things that aren't showing the damage. Um, but just recently, the um, uh, mountain laurel started showing leaf curl, and it had not shown it before. Hmm. They and my, my, they didn't drop their leaves, or they is not nothing showing any kind of symptom where you got browning around the edge of the leaves. There's no browning. Uh, there's really no insect infestation. Uh, my daughter's an entomologist in Kansas. She checked it for insects when she was here. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't really see indication of, uh, of any insect damage. Um, what, and there's no what's at the, There's clipping. What's at the top of the hill? I mean, what you say the, the water runs down. Uh, are... Are there other homes, or there pasture, or is there any agriculture? Not a steep hill, it's slope. It is all pasture land, and it uh, has not been sprayed this year. They they do hay on it. It's a hay meadow, but uh, they haven't sprayed it. And on the other side, the other part of it is just pasture land, where there's some cross-grazing cattle. Okay, well, that... You know, when I see symptoms like this, I would uh, there's at least there are two or three real obvious things. Uh, some some of them uh, look. My first, my initial look at them, I, I was thinking they might have been uh, hit by something like thrips in the bud stage, uh, and then deformed the leaves. Is there any new growth that's that is emerged off of plants that are showing the severe symptoms? Some of them are. The, uh, yeah, the, the bushes, um, and I'm not even sure what kind of bush they are. Uh, I think they told me at, at the nursery, but I forgot what they said. Uh, it's it's not red tip, but it is another bush that they put as far as uh, something that grows tall and full. And it's kind of starting to overcome the leaf curl. But it seems to be the only one that's really pulling through good. The others are kind of succumbing to it. Okay, I think uh, I think you maybe got a, a combination of a number of things. The the obvious the the one that everybody kind of rea- uh, reacted to or, or thought of was some kind of a herb, herbicide remnant. That's why I asked about the the drainage down there this you know this looks like a symptom from a spray that occurred you know it's not severe enough to to kill uh at this point it's not severe enough to kill the plants but if it was if it was uh in the pastures 
and then it uh, when when you finally did get some rain, it washed down. You would get some remnant damage because some of the same kind of damage we're seeing here on these miniaturized leaves and these uh, deformed leaves. And then the other thing, and uh, I think Trace and I both kind of agree on this that you probably got you've got a you've got that hard pan there, so you've got some plants, some locations. Uh, depending what the soil's like underneath them, how long they've been in place, all that, all, lots of those conditions, you're probably getting some damage uh, from the, the water sitting there uh, for a little while. Um, so it's a, a combination. And you say the extension agent, did he go out there and look at it? No, he had suggested I try fertilizing everything really good and see if it pulled them through, and he said that he would be glad to come out maybe next week and look at them. And I believe I'm going to have to have him do that because they're, they're, they're not really pulling through. And I know, you know, I understand what you said about the herbicide, uh, draining off, but I don't believe they have ever sprayed this, this hay pasture. I don't, okay. I can't remember ever doing it. Um, and it has a lot of weeds in it, so I know they didn't this year. Uh, as far as runoff, water runoff anyway, some of that is in my built-up uh, beds around my koi pond that have no way that they would have extra water or runoff. So that's, that's why it has baffled me so much. Yeah, um, I don't think I'd fertilize. Uh, I think it is, it is a good idea. Where are you, in Wilson County? Or in Bear County? We're in uh, Wilson County. Wilson, yeah. Yeah, if, that, if, the, if the agent's willing to come out there, I think that's a good, that, 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 uh, he'll be able to see some of the uh, situations and, and uh, talk about some of these questions we're, that are lingering in our mind. Uh, but I, I think wait, wait until he assesses it before you fertilize, because fertilize uh, could be could add to the problem. Now, the the strangest thing to me, one of the strangest things is that the 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 leaf color is so the green, and there's no long term damage until whatever it was caused the deformity on the leaves. You know, so you got great color, you got and you got such a diverse set of plants here. You got viburnum, sandanqua, and you know, uh, all different kinds of uh, plants normally that we don't see showing symptoms. Now, the symptoms aren't exactly the same, so that's one of the things that the the agent will be able to detect. He may be able to see some differences in terms of where that water's flowing, uh, how that hard pan is, you know, deal, is dealing with uh, drainage and those uh, and those kind of questions. But okay. but it just amazes amazes me that uh, that the you know you, you maybe or maybe we you did, we didn't get see the samples. Did you have any kind of plants that were whole branches were dying or browning? Uh, well, interestingly enough, my I had some blueberries that this is the first year I put them in, and I I put some uh, peat moss around them. Uh, um, tried to build up the fertilizer, seemed to be doing pretty good, and then one day I came out and one branch had died. I trimmed it off, and two days later, the rest of the plant just, uh, was completely dead. 
So, yeah, I had that, and it seems like that there's another plant that I noticed a branch dying on that I was concerned about. Yeah. Well, the blueberry is... The, it was happening. The blueberry is... Yeah, the blueberry is uh, is an acid lover, so that... Yeah, I wouldn't expect that. He's planted it into the soil. I wouldn't expect that to survive very long, especially if you're having drainage issues because it would it would not be able to deal with that alkaline soil unless you're in a pocket of acid soil i don't uh, but i don't think so yeah, yeah. i put Rob, some soil around it but probably not enough i think i no uh, no in, can, in fact when we recommend uh Milberger's here we sell a lot of blueberries and we recommend they be planted in a like a half whiskey barrel, 50% sphagnum peat moss, 50% potting mix, or 50% sand and and 50% sphagnum peat moss, because they really need that that acidity if they're going to survive. So yeah, that's a problem. I'll, I'll be. Uh, that's really that's really the only one that is just um, that has died. The rest are really pretty healthy, um, except the the leaf curl. Uh, other than the the, um, the beautyberry and the turk's cap, both of them are systematically dying out. So it just it's like it's starting at one edge of them and it's just working its way through. And you don't and there's not a there's not a pattern that relates to the runoff coming down the hill. The the ones that are are. That, that be on the beautyberry and the turk's cap. It possibly could be, because I don't know exactly how the clay pan runs, it could have more clay under there that holds the water. Uh, I don't know. Do you think I should maybe dig down by them and see what the soil's like? If it feels like it's, if I've got some water up, you know, still in the closer to I don't think it hurts. I don't think it hurts. I think it, and uh, I think when you're, if you leave, kind of leave those little uh, exploration holes for when the, Agent comes. Is it is it Brian? Brian Davis? Yes. Oh, cool. Hey, tell tell him about that. Tell him that we had a long discussion about this, and we'll be we'll be really be interested yeah, in his analysis. And Rob Rob was chiming in while y'all were going. I'm on sorry, but Rob was chiming in while y'all were going on that. Uh, he wanted to know if there's a railroad track uh, nearby or a high. Uh, a highway that where the city or the highway the state would come by and spray, and it no, there's not. From, We're way back away from um, way back away from the, the highway, and uh, probably about a mile and a half back from the highway. So, can you you think you could you know this discussion we had? Do you, uh, did you make a, a few notes, or can you remember so you can bring them up to Brian too, and so he can kind of look at the look at them in terms of the lay of the land. Yeah, I will. I certainly will. All right. Will you call us after he visits? I certainly will. Um, I will tell him he's on the spot now that it's his job to figure yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's he's a good he's a good horticulturist. So uh, uh, I'll be. Uh, I think we'll be looking forward to his uh, his assessment of the situation. And okay. thanks, Carol. Thank you, Carol. You take okay. care. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up right after this with Dr. Calvin Finch and Trace Hazlett on 930 AM, The Answer. 
Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. I want to tell you what's happening this week and next week at Millburgers. We're going to start with next week. Next week, David Rodriguez will be here from 1030 to noon doing one of his Earthkind seminars. David will teach you how to keep your garden beds blooming throughout the heat of the summer, how to attract butterflies, how to attract hummingbirds, and how to prepare your landscape for the summer heat with beautiful summer color with Texas superstars. There is no cost for this. It's free at Millburgers. It's from 1030 to noon. So come on out and enjoy this great class with David Rodriguez. This week at Millburgers, you'll find some great savings on Drift Roses, now just fourteen eighty eight in a two-gallon container. Caladiums are on sale in the six-inch pot for just four eighty-eight. You'll save on beautiful dwarf Mexican petunias in the one-gallon container. And get this now, just three eighty-eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Thralis, Bougainvilleas are on sale, crepe myrtles, and much, much more. At Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. One of the Ten Commandments says to honor your father and mother. And right now, I'd like to honor my father. He fought our country's battles as part of the greatest generation in World War II. He was brave, strong, and independent. And he retired in San Antonio, where for the last few years of his life, he fought his final battle called Alzheimer's. I'm so proud of my father. My name is Greg Perkins, and after my own service to our country and in honor of my father, I started a company called In-Home Senior Care. Since 1999, we have been providing peace of mind that gives the honor and dignity your parents deserve by helping them remain in the home of their memories and assisting them with day-to-day activities like meal preparation, bathing assistance, housekeeping, transportation, and companionship. Honor your father or mother today by calling 210-256-CARE. An in-home senior care can have a care specialist in your home today. InhomeSeniorCare.com. It's not just a name, it's what we do. In-home senior Hi, this is Rhonda Bone of Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations to serve you. Most of us have some unwanted fat we want to get rid of. Try Sickform HCG, a homeopathic fat release system. It displays no known adverse side effects, targets the abnormal fat deposits that we don't want for well-needed energy. Increase blood flow for fat burning with a healthy lifestyle plan and no dips in your sugar levels. Come in and get your information on Sigform HCG at Rhonda's Nature's Way, two locations. 624 Southwest Military Drive at Shopper City Mall. Call 210-924-6922 and 8059 Callahan at the Grandview Shopping Center at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan. 210-344-1482. Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations. Ladies and gentlemen, start your maters. It's time for the Millburgers Top Tomato and Best Salad Bowl Contest for the spring of 2017. That's right, June 17th, 1030 to 1215. Check out the Millburgers Top Tomato Contest. Bring in your best tomatoes, and you may win a great prize from Millburgers. You might even be named the Top Tomato. The first division is the Cherry and Smaller and the Regular Size Tomatoes. Then there's the biggest tomato based on weight. Then one tomato will win an extra prize as you win the best of show champion or top tomato. So there's lots of prizes to be had, lots of fun. In fact, Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate to use that day just for coming out and being a part of the contest and having some fun. So check out MillburgerNursery.com for all the details. MillburgerNursery.com where you'll learn about the upcoming Top Tomato Contest June 17th at Millburgers Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, broadcasting live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road. I'm Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Trace Hazlett, and uh, we're going to go back to the phone lines now. Talk to Jim at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hey, Jim, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good. How are you all doing? Good, good. How can we help you? I called in a few weeks ago and was advised to use BT on my uh, sweet corn every other day on the silks. And uh, my question is, even though I can apparently use that product up to time of harvest, realistically, how long do I need to use it after the silks dry up? How long do you, and what we're trying to, we're trying to protect the plant from the the uh, the, the worms, uh, worms, right? Yeah, yeah. And it seems to work. It works very well. I haven't noticed any. Well, it's only I'm got a stain. It's it's only got about a five day life. That's one of one of the advantages and disadvantages of BT. Uh, I and let's see, you got. Um, how long is that, how long is that uh, period? Is it forty days when you start seeing the silk and then you harvest, or is it sixty days? Yeah, oh, it's uh, I'm gonna say closer to forty days. Forty. Uh, I've got some that's ready to pick now. So, yeah. I'm just wondering. I guess I should, you know, once the silks dry up, will they still uh, lay eggs and develop a worm? I don't know for sure, but I think you ought to be the, the ten days before the harvest. I think you'll be safe. Okay, um, very good. Yeah, because I don't. No, I don't I think there'll be a. Lot of, I'm sorry. I'm, uh, yeah, to, I know you can use it um, up to day of harvest. It's not toxic or anything to humans. Uh, yeah, that's right. The label you you, check, you want, of course want to check the label instructions, but. Uh, all the formulations I'm familiar with, you don't, there's no there's no waiting time on BT. I was just wondering. I've been doing it every other day, as uh, Parsons told me. Uh-huh. But I just thought, well, you know, within a week of harvest, should I still need to be using it? <laughs> yeah, probably. I wouldn't think so. Now you could do a little a little experiment again. Your your whole. Uh, use in your crop this year has been a lot of experimentation, but you might, you might, I don't know if you'd see the uh, the difference. I suspect you wouldn't see the difference. I think what you've done uh, now is got everything under control, and and you're not going to see much difference in uh, not not applying anything for the last ten days and continuing to apply your every few days. So I well, think I'm you're still safe. applying it. I'm still applying it to my second planting, which is, uh, you know, still got fresh silks on it and whatnot. It's uh, still pollinating. Yeah. But uh, the other is ready to, pretty much ready to pick. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm just, just curious about that. I don't I haven't seen a worm at all on any years that I've checked. Wow. Knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems to work good. Usually I have them on almost every year. Yeah, it's, anyway, it, can well, get, it can get so severe that it's, uh, it's uh, 
I know we like to go through and uh, clean them out and cut them off before, you know, we serve them to guests or anything. We, because uh, you, you, you know, there's times, especially if you do a fall crop where you can have a every single year can have a. Mm. But that, yeah, that sounds like that was that worked out pretty well. Yeah, Keep us informed, will you? You bet. I will. Certainly. Thank you very much. Sounds good, Jim. Thanks. All right. 308 8867 is our number. 308 Don't forget, David Rodriguez will be here next Saturday talking about summer color using Texas Superstars and other plants to create summer color for your yard. It's from 1030 to noon here at Millburgers, and uh, it's absolutely free. So come on out and enjoy it. Bring a pen and pad and uh, take some notes, and uh, you'll be rewarded with some great information from David Rodriguez. All right, 308-8867. Did you have a question? And, oh, oh, you're trying to find out where something is? Oh, okay. He'd be, the, he'd be the person to ask on that one. So, all right, 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. And another thing to uh, remember today as you're looking for Father's Day gifts coming up in uh, just a couple weeks is to head on over there to Wild Birds Unlimited. At Wild Birds Unlimited, uh, Bill or, Di, or Denise or, or Kim, depending on the location you go to, can help you find the right product for Dad, uh, whether you're just trying to bring nature to the yard and you want a, a good feeder or you want uh, maybe you've uh, got a feeder right now and you're like well but the squirrels get everything you know what Wild Birds Unlimited can help you. They've got all kinds of great solutions for that, including the right feeders or the right feed. And that's what they do at Wild Birds Unlimited. They uh, solve problems for you. Um, and when you go in, you're going to hear uh, other customers come in and talk to them and uh, tell them the great success they've had or maybe some of the challenges. But you're going to see that they have a relationship started uh, with Wild Birds Unlimited. And we don't want you to, to believe either that they are anti-squirrel. No. I might be anti-squirrel, but they've got... Yeah, they've they got squirrel feeders. Yeah, they got just as many ways to, to please the squirrels. Yeah. Uh, different sp- specific feeds and uh, and uh, feeders and everything, uh, so that you can really take advantage and enjoy the squirrels if that's mm-hmm. one that's of the things you want to do. All right, so uh, you'll find Wild Birds Unlimited, one location, Northwest Military and Hebner Road. Uh, that's where Bill is. Denise is over there at Wild Birds on 300. <coughs> Excuse me, 3009. Choking on the squirrels? Yep, choking on the squirrels. And uh, that's about it east of... Well, uh, I missed Jerry because Jerry would have would, would have jumped in and said they they probably got recipes for those they, squirrels. They don't. <laughs> they, they like the squirrels. Uh, and uh, right there on uh, 1604 on Braun Road, that's Wild Birds Unlimited. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Um, so, uh, oh, there was another guy who had a question, too. He wanted to ask you, but he wanted to know where something was. How did that question go? Uh, it, was, it was an interesting one. Uh, oh, okay. Lake, Lake McQueenie, talking about... And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. We had a little technical difficulty. Thanks you for uh, for being patient. So uh, now you can we're live back. We're in the studios rather than at the nursery. So call us at 308-8867, 308-8867, or toll free. It's 866-308-8867 if you want to uh, to be a part of the show. All right. I have an answer for the corn guy. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> You know, he, the guy, corn guy called in and wanted to know when to stop applying BT to his corn. 
Oh yeah. The 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 uh, moth only lays eggs on the green silks. So, so once, once the silks turn brown, you don't have to so worry about it. So we weren't it too far off by saying that last no, ten days. You, you is okay? No. You okay? Yeah. All right. You can keep talking. <laughs> I'd rather watch you pull the wire through a hole, <laughs> man. <laughs> You want me to plug that in? No, hang on. I got to get uh, Calvin set up. <laughs> Milton's having oh. Milton is having technical difficulties here today. He just yanked me. Harry, <laughs> I have found that when you once you start having difficulties, Milton. Yeah, they don't go away. It just goes downhill from there. Okay. All right. Three zero eight. 8867-308-8867 and toll free it's 866-308-8867 the number to call to be a part of the show and uh, we're going to go to I think either Trish I think is on the line at 308-8867 yes. hi Trish welcome to Millburgers thank you for being patient how can we uh, help you asking why my squash plants aren't getting any uh, fruit, uh, vegetables you hear? on them just pretty blossom I can't hear I can't you can't Oh, do I turn one of these up? Oh, can they hear? Yeah, hang on. The guys couldn't hear you. My squash is not making any vegetables. This yeah. blossom. Somebody, take I it. can hear it in a distance. Okay, but it's, I can't hear it loud. Oh, okay. So we'll fix that. And I think she said her squash is yes, not setting fruit. Right. But is, is it having? Is it having male blooms? I'm, I mean, it's it's having the the big yellow blooms, but they're they're all male, I guess. Uh, I guess I don't know how to tell. <laughs> the, okay, little fruits on a, underneath the flowers. Yeah, the no. The, yeah, the the male the male bloom is attached. The flowers attached directly to a stem. And the female bloom has a little, what looks like a little squash attached to the flower. Okay. And uh, general, generally, the uh, the male bloom comes first. How how old are your squash? Mm, uh, four four to five weeks. Oh, okay. So they're they're pretty big plants. Yeah. Well, no, but they don't need bees or butterflies or anything to... No, no. well, they need bees. Well, uh, they're right the under the hummingbird and, feeder. Squash and cucumbers and things like that have to have uh, insect pollination. So, uh, okay. But if that, if, that, if that female bloom is not there, which is, is a tendency sometimes, uh, are the rest of your crops looking good or... The squash? Uh, no, no, the uh, the rest of your plants in there. I'm, sometimes when, uh, on the low, on the conditions of low fertility, they'll have a tendency to have more and and more uh, male blooms than female blooms. So and uh, that's also a function of variety. So is your foliage lush and aggressive? Well, I planted it directly into a. A bag of garden soil. <laughs> oh, okay. Are they less? They're okay looking. The what? They're okay looking. She said, because Calvin asked if they were lush. Yeah. She said they're okay looking. 
And she says you planted okay. them in a bag okay. of potting mix? Yeah. I'm looking at them just now, and I see one little one-inch squash on one of my plants. Okay. So I guess I'm just impatient. Is it is is the is the one end squash is it attached to is a bloom attached to it or is it hmm. by itself? Uh, dead bloom, shriveled. The bloom is already fallen off. Yes. Okay. Well, then that that should, that that must have gotten pollinated, so that should make a squash in a couple of days. Okay. Okay, well, my conditions are okay, then, if I've got one. Yes, that's <laughs> correct. Uh, I, I, how, uh, Did you fertilize yeah, that thing? Yeah, that's what I was getting it doesn't, to It ask. just what doesn't sound like the plant is real lush, and should be, this time of the year, it should be taken, taken over, you know, moving across country, or if it's a, a bush squash, it should be big and, and green and reaching. I don't think so. A couple of them are really nice and green, and only one is reaching, and the others are stand like a little bush. Yeah, that's all. Um, and did did Jerry ask that question about fertilization? Did you fertilize it? Or? Well, they were planted. I made a garden directly out of garden soil by Miracle Grow. Okay, that yeah probably would have helped if there was they received uh, some extra fertilizer. Yeah, some fertilizer. But it's because okay. it, it, you know, it doesn't sound like uh, real aggressive. Now, my I had trouble with my summer squash, but I had vine borers. But my uh, tatuma and the uh, cucumbers and the um, cantaloupe—they're all doing well now. They like this weather. What's happening to your cantaloupe, Milton? Uh, it's just growing. I don't have anything on it yet. It's, uh, Is it's, it blooming? No. It's just a watermelon. We didn't do the cantaloupe. Oh, that's right. That's right. Can hey, you, can you, uh, can you fertilize your, I don't quite yeah. understand. It's in a bag? Yeah. Can you, yeah. Can, do you have any osmocote or any kind of, uh, too late for osmocote? Yeah, use, use Miracle Grow or Rapid Grow or something. And every, every liquid? Tish, we got to run. Every time, every time you water, water it with a water soluble fertilizer. All right, we're going to take a break and come back in just a moment. You're listening to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. With Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick, Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons were at the studios today and not at the nursery. We'll be back at the nursery tomorrow. We'll go right to the phone lines and we're going to talk to uh, James and then Robert. James, welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Just fine. Hope y'all guys are doing good. Yep. What's going on? Hey, listen, I'm over here between Lytle and Rossville. Hey, now I can't hear James. You can't hear me? Hello? Okay. You? It would just could keep going, James. I'll fix it. Okay. Keep keep talking, James. Okay. Jerry can right. hear you. Okay. Yeah, I was walking out to the back of my pot here, my property, and I noticed uh, a volunteer tomato. About six to eight inches tall. Yeah. Is that is that worth keeping for the fall or should I? Absolutely. 
Uh, absolutely. What do you think it's off of? Did you have uh, I, cherry tomatoes? Yeah, I my, I pulled up my tomatoes the other day, but if I had less than pristine, I just chopped them across to the back of the cart. I had the uh, rodeo tomato in Tycoon earlier, but I pulled them up about a week ago because they weren't doing too good. Okay, so you had had do uh, you didn't have any cherry tomatoes? They're the ones that seemed to volunteer. Yeah, no. No, I hadn't had any chairs in about two or three years. So it's, okay. You know. So it's one of those, and they'll, they'll come fairly true from seed. Uh, true, so true enough that you won't notice the difference. Okay, and well, and this is about the time, uh, you know, we had we had an early spring. Right. And, and I mean, pl- people planted early this year. And so their 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 tomatoes uh, they did they did pretty good. They, I mean they yielded good, and uh, the reports we're getting on uh, Tycoon and uh, eighteen twenty three are 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 good reports. Uh, we've only had one one report at the nursery where they they said the plant curled or something, but mm. uh, but uh, as far as the plants that we've planted out. Uh, we've not seen that uh, that problem, but uh, I imagine when you pulled up, you, you probably dropped a seed down there, and like I said, it's it's about time to start. If you were going to direct seed tomatoes for the fall, uh, you would start uh, now, middle middle to late June, so you okay. would have uh, good sized transplants by uh, by uh, uh, July. Okay. So I'd, I'd I'd go ahead and cage that tomato and take care of it and uh, see what it does this fall. I think it's going to do well for you. Okay. Well, the only thing it's it's about twelve feet from a pecan tree, but I think it's going to get enough sun. So I'll just see what it does. Well, uh, transplant it while it's still small. Oh, the sun's out. I I can't do any digging now. The sun just popped out. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. No. Anyway, I got a second question. If good. Sure. I, I plant. I planted, I bought a Althea uh, from Phoenix uh, about a year ago, late last spring. Okay. I put, in the, I put it in the ground last fall, uh, specimen, and it is, the leaves are real yellow on it. And we, in the past month, we have gotten some good rains out here. So I just poked my finger in the soil before I called, and it's got plenty of moisture. What could I put on that thing to kind of green it up, give it some help? The, le- the leaves are yellow. But is the blue, yeah. is the plant blooming? It had a, it had a couple of blooms about three or four weeks ago, but it's not blooming now. Hmm. Did you what? How did you fertilize it originally? I used uh, what is that? Uh, growing green. Okay. Go ahead and get you some uh, uh, I, some uh, uh, Iron Plus if you. I've got a. I've got an old bag of a little bit left of some ironite. Can I put that on there? That you can put that on there. I doubt if it'll work. Yeah, we okay, so. it doesn't have any nitrogen in it. Yeah, in our tests, we couldn't get any kind of performance on lawn grass from ironite. But but I'd go ahead and pour it just to get rid of the bag. Just pour it around the plant. Okay. So the Iron Plus, I'm not familiar with that product. So get you some of that. Yeah, Iron Plus has got nitrogen in it, and it's also got uh, iron in it. 
Okay, Where'd that you... being said, I also have a Southern Magnolia that's been in the ground about 10 years. That, that's what I bought the Ironite for. Yeah. So should, I, so should I use the Iron Plus on it as well? Absolutely. And is it too late? Since no, have... no. It's, it's never too, too It's never too late on a Magnolia. Is the Magnolia okay. growing? Oh, yeah, it just finished blooming. It had, it had about a dozen blooms on it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. I, I just got back from Tennessee, and uh, all the magnolias in Nashville are blooming. I hadn't seen magnolias bloom in, in years. And yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're, fra they're fragrant, too. I didn't realize how fragrant the magnolia blooms were. Yeah, if I'm nice to my wife, I'll pick one off and put it in a little cup in the bathroom. You better be nice to your wife. <laughs> put it in the bathroom. Wait a minute here. <laughs> well, time is kind of fragrant things up a little bit. There you go. All right. <laughs> All right. Hey, Thanks, James. I'll get some Iron Plus. Iron Plus. Granules. Right. You take care. That'll free up a line at 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, 866-308-8867, where Robert is on the line. Hey, Robert, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing well. How are you all today? Good, good. What's going on? Just a quick your uh, tomato contest next week. What's the uh, drop-off deadline, entry deadline time? I think by noon, between 1030 Five. and noon. They start judging a little bit after that. Okay. I typically work Saturday mornings, but got something worth entering, I think. Oh, good. So we'll have to see what? how it looks. So what, what, what varieties do you have? What I planted this year, obviously, Celebrity, Tycoon, uh, Red Deuce, and then the, the new Rodeo. I just marked those R17. That's, yes. What are those, the 1863s? 1863. Yep. 20, okay, I just mark them Rodeo 17 when I pick them. There you go. That works. Up, up until about two weeks ago, the Red Deuce were by far outperforming. Oh, my goodness. Um, but in the last two weeks, I mean, I've had clusters of the this year's rodeo, four and five of them all weighing about a pound a piece, all hanging off one stem. Good Lord. Well, they have done phenomenal. Well, find three that are pretty uniform, and boy, that sounds like a good yeah. potential for well, a prize. I'm, I'm, they're, you know, like a lot of people, got a head start on planning, and I'm, you know, I've got one I've been saving. I picked ten days ago that I'll hopefully will will have some kind of be somewhat competitive in the largest tomato. Yeah, sounds good. But you know, it's losing weight. <laughs> <laughs> and how, how does that happen? I may want to proceed with you how to how to lose weight. Well, you well, got. We went went down to the Port A for five days, came back, and it weighed a half an ounce less than it weighed when we left. Oh no! Course, it, if you lock if you lock Jerry in a room for five days and he didn't have anything to eat, <laughs> he'd probably lose some weight too. So have you eaten have you eaten any of these tomatoes and compared the taste? I I'm, I'm kind of torn. I've eaten. I mean, I've had. I've got eight plants. I've had three different days where I've picked over 60 pounds of tomatoes. Good Lord. Um, the, it's, the R-17, or the rodeo, this year's rodeos, like I said, they, they ripen the last. Most of the ones I've got on the counter are, I've eaten a few of them. I, the Red Deuce is still my winner this year. Okay. Um, That's been a good I, tomato for everybody. Yeah, it is. I've got everything covered with, with some good 
bird cloth except for my Juliet's. And last night I went out to Juliet's. It was probably a two Juliet plants. I probably had a hundred stink bugs on them. Oh, Lord. Yeah, but obviously they can get through the bird cloth. But because the Juliet's aren't, they're easily accessible. They're staying off the bigger tomatoes for the most part. So tell me how you fertilize. Well, I, I compost mostly what I wow, and I um, I've everything. The only fertilizer I buy is Medina. It goes on the fruit trees, the, the grass, okay, and you know flowering plants. It goes on every. I don't. I keep it simple. Right. Remind me of what the formula. What is the Medina's got a? Does it have any nitrogen? Well, the Medina has to grow. Does has for so I, just the growing green. Yeah. The green. All I, I don't know what I, I don't know what the analysis on that is. Do you? I don't because it it I kind of don't care because it always works. <laughs> so, there you go. If it's I, working, don't fool with it. Yeah, I don't need you know as much as I like to know what I'm doing. That's why I I don't need to because I've used it for years and years and I've always had good success with it. Well, okay. growing hybrid tomatoes as big as you're talking about growing, you're doing something right. So. Keep doing it. Uh, it's fertilizer, good soil, and I think consistent watering. That, things really did better when that's got true. That's drip true. Drip irrigation timers makes a difference. Oh, you got drip irrigation. Good. Yeah. So, hey, what can you tell me about Beauregard sweet potatoes? Uh, that's an old sweet potato, uh, an old-fashioned sweet potato. Came out um, years ago. Well. I can pretty well tell you about about fifty years ago, came out from Louisiana. Came out of Louisiana, and it's a it's a good quality tomato. Uh, I mean, potato. a sweet potato. But uh, are you are you grow, are you in sand or what are you in? Uh, everything I do, I'm in caliche, so everything I do. Oh Lord. Well, no, I raised bad everything. I okay. Had good, I had a good red and white potato crop um, you know, that I planted in, in January and harvested a couple weeks ago. Okay. And I, I was thinking about using that bed for sweet potatoes because they grow in the heat. I understand. I've never, I've never grown them before. Oh yeah, yeah. You need to get them in pretty quick. Today will be the answer. There you go. Did you grow your own slips, or did you buy find some slips? Um, I'll be, I believe, planning buying slits. Okay, good. So, okay, that Borgard is a, is a, is a good one. Uh, my okay. my my favorite from the old days is one called Jewel, like the jewel in your necklace. Uh, and and it, it, it's a it's a beautiful uh, teardropped uh, sweet potato. Well, we'll see. I, I kind of like things uniform that I'm going to be cooking. Yeah. They cook better when they're all the same size. Yeah. Well, Borgard will be good for you. It's it's an old been an old standard for, like I said, 50 years. Okay. Well, hopefully I'll get this big tomato over there before you all cut off the window next week. Okay. Well, uh... If it doesn't shrink, I threw it in the refrigerator. I'm thinking maybe that would stop it from shrinking. There you go. Okay, guys. All right, sounds like you're doing pretty good. I'm good. Good to hear that tomato report. Okay, thank you. 
You take care. That'll free up a line at 308-8867, 308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. You, might, you know, my tomato grower up in uh, up in Junction, Ms. Nethery, uh, said that Red Deuce was the best tomato she's ever grown. And she's been growing them for long. And I've been giving talks up there, for, like I said, for 40 years. And uh, that's that's saying a lot uh-huh. when when she said that. Uh, and she's well. She tries to the, the new ones every yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, she said Red Deuce was her favorite now. Yeah, I I find. Of course, I love Tycoon, but I'm kind of leaning towards uh, Red Deuce after this year. In terms of when you've got them side by side, uh, Red Deuce has got yeah. more foliage and uh, just a. Better looking plant. Uh, both of them produce a lot, um, but I I think the reduce is consistently larger. Yeah. And and that let's see that's rodeo tomato two three years ago. Yeah. 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 It's too long. Yeah. I got bad news, Milton. What? David Rodriguez. You know they when I go out of town they always like to give me bad news when I get back, but. Uh, they said they're having trouble getting tycoon tomato seed. Oh no! Yes. Oh man! Wow! So that's uh, that, that's going to be hard. We may have to switch over to red deuce. You're going to cause a yeah. panic. We'll have to hide from Steve Brown for a while too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe Steve can do a television. Uh, yeah. A campaign protest, to, yeah, this protest is yeah pro- important <laughs> protest. We'll have to we'll have to stop covering this. Uh, presidency now because we've got this disaster showing up. No tomato seed. No tycoon tomato seed. Well, it's taken East Texas. I mean, the East Texas growers, Greg Grant and his growers up in East Texas love tycoon. Well, uh, of course, I was introduced to it by a commercial grower down by uh, oh, down by the coast. Right. And uh, he, he raves about it, too. He'll be heartbroken if they change well, there's something to replace it. What about? Uh, I've got, no. Huh. We'll just have to pick one of the ones we can get seed. Oh, out. I was just wondering what the commercial growers that relied on it are going to use. They they they're at the mercy of of the seed companies, uh-huh. just like the rest of us are. We'll have to check into Red Deuce. Maybe we can start promoting Red Deuce since everybody's had good luck with yeah, it. Yeah, Tivoli, and they like the taste yeah. of it. But. Uh, Right. It's, it's heartbreaking. 308-8867. Remember to call 308-8867 and toll free. It's 866-308-8867. We're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call and be a part of the show. we got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 938 AM, The Answer. Ladies and gentlemen, start your maters. It's time for the Millburgers Top Tomato and Best Salad Bowl Contest for the spring of 2017. That's right, June 17th, 1030 to 1215. Check out the Millburgers Top Tomato Contest. Bring in your best tomatoes, and you may win a great prize from Millburgers. You might even be named the Top Tomato. The first division is the Cherry and Smaller and the Regular Size Tomatoes. Then there's the Biggest Tomato Based on Weight. 
Tailgate. Then one tomato will win an extra prize as you win the Best of Show Champion or Top Tomato. So there's lots of prizes to be had, lots of fun. In fact, Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate to use that day just for coming out and being a part of the contest and having some fun. So check out MillburgerNursery.com for all the details. MillburgerNursery.com where you'll learn about the upcoming Top Tomato Contest June 17th at Millburgers Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Let's go eat. Okay, but I'm really tired of those same old places. Yeah, me too. Hey, let's go back to that cute rustic place on the vineyard by Natural Bridge Caverns. Oh yeah, let's have a quiet romantic dinner. This time, let's save room for the cheesecake. Okay, I'll have that cold smoked black peppered ribeye. Don't forget, they have those great Texas grass-fed burgers, Texas red snapper, wonderful salads and appetizers. Count me in. We can start with a glass of Texas wine and stroll through the vineyards. The best part is we can afford to get a great steak without breaking the bank. Oak Valley Vineyards, not just a special occasion restaurant, an all-occasion restaurant. Come out, enjoy the relaxed and rustic atmosphere and the excellent food at Oak Valley Vineyards Restaurant and Venue. For reservations, call 830-980-8033, oakvalleyvineyards.com. Building a strong community takes each one of us, and Project One can connect you to organizations and companies that are doing just that. Listen this weekend to Project One for the way San Antonio organizations are changing lives and transforming our community. Hi, this is Jan Johnson, and my guest this week is Charity Farrar, the Executive Director with Life Choices Medical Clinic. Join me this Saturday night at 9 on 930 AM, The Answer. One person, one hour, one life changed. Project One. One of the Ten Commandments says to honor your father and mother. And right now, I'd like to honor my father. He fought our country's battles as part of the greatest generation in World War II. He was brave, strong, and independent. And he retired right here in San Antonio, where for the last few years of his life, he fought his final battle called Alzheimer's. I'm so proud of my father. My name is Greg Perkins, and after my own service to our country and in honor of my father, I started a company called In-Home Senior Care. Since 1999, we have been providing peace of mind that gives the honor and dignity your parents deserve by helping them remain in the home of their memories and assisting them with day-to-day activities like meal preparation, bathing assistance, housekeeping, transportation, and companionship. Honor your father or mother today by calling 210-256-CARE. An in-home senior care can have a care specialist in your home today. InhomeSeniorCare.com It's not just a name, it's what we do. In-home senior
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick here with Dr. Calvin Finch. Dr. Jerry Parsons, give us a call. Be a part of the show. It's 308-8867, 308-8867. We're in studio today. But, hey, Millburgers would be a great place to go to check out all kinds of great Father's Day gifts. Uh, they reminded us they've got the Tilly hats, which would be a great gift for Dad. But lots of plants. Maybe there's something that Dad wants. And just a gift certificate would be a great gift uh, for Mel Burgers because then Dad can use it uh, when he wants to and uh, on what he wants to use it for. Yeah, I had some company the other day and uh, they were uh, admiring the Purple Martins. Oh, okay. And they just, you know, the, the guy is, is a typical kind of reaction. Gosh, that's amazing. I always wanted Martins like that. And so that's one of the things that Bill has is Martin houses. Plus, Bill is pretty. Uh, it gives good good advice on uh, on Martins and uh, yeah. having the uh, successful. It doesn't always work when you just put the house up. Sometimes it takes a while to attract the Martins. Sometimes you get lucky and get them right away. But I think this year has been a good year. The young are are full of in, in the houses. I can see now that the the parents can't fit in there anymore. Oh, <laughs> and they're getting uh, you know in the. They get near the house with their insects, and the, all these little heads uh, come, come out of the house. Out, yeah. Uh, so, let's see. In Martins, it's a, people are always amazed that uh, they'll they'll be done by July first. Is that right? On the young, yeah, and the young will be fledging, and then by July fifteenth, they've gone, gone to these central areas, and then they'll head towards South America. But uh, that either a gift certificate or that uh, Purple Martin House. Yeah, That'd that would be a great be nice. gift. So that's from Wild Birds Unlimited. And then don't forget, a gift certificate from Millburgers is a great gift idea. Uh, Dad, again, can get that Tilly hat or he can get maybe a citrus or whatever he wants. Uh, so um, all those are uh, some great gift ideas over at Millburgers and at uh, Wild Birds Unlimited. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867 and toll free. It's 866-308-8867. What you looking at? Um, looking at the sale items they got texas star hibiscus hmm. um on sale uh, that's uh, that's week. if you want to that's live danger pretend you're living dangerously when you aren't there you go because we when we jerry and i years ago when we were using it more than we use it now we always always amazed me it looked like a marijuana plant you know oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the leaf definitely does but uh it's got the the red flower uh Tough plant. Too. Yeah, and all the all the red uh, color on hibiscus plants uh, that are on the market today came from Texas Star hibiscus. So, uh, and uh, I, I think there's let's see, they've got the white one. It says profusion of red or white flowers. Huh. So uh, the the lady in uh, a nursery in uh, uh, Houston found the white one, uh, uh, Texas Star hibiscus, and uh, that's another that's another good butterfly plant. Too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's uh, the flower is not extremely big, and it doesn't have overlapping petals like uh, some of the perennial other perennial that's hibiscus flare, like uh, yeah. flare. And things like that, but uh, it has a lot of blooms. It's a profuse bloomer, and uh, it's on sale. Fits into a xeriscape. Oh yeah, could uh, 
drought tolerant plant. And they got uh, Vitex, Texas Lilac on sale. They got uh, Gold Star Esperanzas on sale. Talking about for dads, for Father's Day. And they got Thrialis, which the deer won't eat. That's right. And it's. And uh, blooms pretty yellow flowers. And uh, it's got a little, you know, we love uh, Gold Star Esperanza. Thrialis has got a, a little more cold tolerance than, than Esperanza, I think. Because at least in mine. You, you know, I get the dieback. Yeah. I'm more likely to get the dieback on Esperanza from the cold than I am from Thoralis. Okay, that's an interesting observation. But that, it's a kind of a limited test, but uh, yeah, um, both of them, of course, deer-proof. And yeah, they, and they fit together, you know, planting really well too. Right. Uh, they you know, complement the color, the yeah. flower colors, and just a little different texture. It's really yeah. kind of a cool effect. Th- the Thoralis. Teeny. It's smaller than the gold star? Uh, the flowers certainly are smaller, and they're all up down the con- I'm trying to think of the plant. Yeah, I think I think so. They may, they may be the same size. Mine, um, they don't have that rush of growth like the Esperanza does, because right, Esperanza right, catches up true. to them and goes. They're more yeah. spread out. But anyway, and of course, they still got the butterfly weed on sale. And zinnias, lots of zinnias. I, I think everybody's. In, in fact, the the Texas Superstar Bunch sent us some uh, plants to test uh, last week, and uh, they plant sent us some of those a little, like profusion zinnias. You know the little hey, <laughs> Kevin likes the big flower zinnia. I do. I like. Uh but uh, I, I guess Dreamland and the uh, yeah, California that, and that's what they've got for sale: Profusion and Dreamland series. Uh, Dream, and the Profusion are uh, a little more drought tolerant, uh, a little easier to take care of. Zinnias look like they should be yeah. a xeriscape plant, but they're not. I mean, they got lots of foliage and, and limited root system, so they you do. They're about like tomatoes. You got to water them a couple times a week, even when they're established. Hey, we got Judy on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi, Judy. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hi. Well, you know, the longer you keep us on, wait, wait, we got we got thousand more questions. All right. That's it. We <laughs> love thousands of questions. At the end of the hour, I might say, hey, well, listen, I'm an older lady, and I haven't tried to raise tomatoes for 45 years. Okay, I'm in the mood now, and I'm really going. But I have, like, four categories of questions here. Uh, I'm actually on a cane, but my handyman helps me some. Okay, first of all, I think I must have made a big mistake thinking that I could I've got these platforms. I've got these pots, plastic pots sitting on the platforms. Well, I didn't realize I was going to need five-gallon ones for each tomato plant. I I just bought one-gallon ones. No, no, that's too well, small. So now, now I couldn't understand why you didn't get the tomato cages in there correctly. So I finally <laughs> decided to turn the tomato cages upside down, which was balancing the pots real well and keeping them separated. But now they're getting taller than that pointed thing. So I'm wondering, should I take these? Try to take the cages off and turn them up uh, the other way, or let they're in, they're in wild, one gallon containers. Just leave yeah. them. How often do you water in those things? Well, see, I grew up in Illinois. We didn't even have tomato cages. They just they just grew up out of the garden. I don't understand. Were they stronger plants then or something? And they got uh, fruit? Have they got fruit on them? 
Oh, no, they haven't got any food. That's another whole problem. Well. Awesome. They're not getting full sun because there's no place <laughs> in my backyard that gets total full sun. It gets spotty sun different times of the day, you know. But um, I don't have any place that gets full sun because I've been wanting shade a lot. So I guess, I guess I'm never going to get tomatoes in or what, what kind of... What That's kind of right. Happen? Well, I've seen... <laughs> I've oh, seen no, so, no, there's some there's that. some gardeners though. I mean, I talk about it a little bit in my column. If you could if you could put them in a a ten gallon container and then you have the little the uh, rollers on roll, yeah, or or just even a oh what do you call the platform roller? Yeah, with platform. the wheel, the wheels yeah. and a plat. And if you can move it like twice a day into the sun. I've well, seen I've seen gardeners be successful with well, tomatoes. I thought about that with little wagons, but I can't do that right now. I'm on a can on top of that. But oh. I think I'll move them into the front yard. I've got kind of a natural type patio that's kind of secluded in the front yard. I mean, I would be terrible with the homeowners to put. Have you ever heard of a gardener who got in trouble for putting plants out in the front yard? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. a, lot, a lot of people it depends on the that. plants. Yeah, a lot of people put their gardens in the front yard. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an idea. Well, the next was I'm going to have to have some more pair work done back here, so I'm going to have to move them anyhow. Well, then the next thing was. Well, now wait, wait a minute. Let's. Oh. Uh, I want. I want to finish this tomato thing. Uh, you you got you still got them in gallons. Yes, they're doing well. Well, but no fruit. They should be. No they, no, they've got yellow. They're starting to get yellow flowers. I'm, I'm a little behind, I guess. Why Why don't you? Uh, Take those gallon tomatoes that you got uh-huh. and put them into a, a whiskey barrel size container in the front yard in the sun. In other words, transplant. I would have the, to have 12 whiskey barrels. I've well, got 12 plants. Well, or, or, or settle down to your best. Yeah, there's a pla- there's plastic containers that are the size. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. Some kind of a trough, like a feed trough or something. Well, no. not that big. <laughs> but but anyway, what I what I'm saying is, transplant the one you have now in a gallon. Mm-hmm. You'll have to do it carefully. You may have to cut them back a little bit. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and transplant those into uh, a larger container now, and you'll have fall tomatoes. Okay, because I want my I want my baconless tuna sandwich with kielbasa bacon. I'm just waiting for that. There you go. <laughs> but let me ask you another dumb question. Okay, to begin with, I had some some bags that I got from Costco that said organic uh, potting soil. Okay, I didn't realize how much I was going to need, so I sent my handy back, man back. He went and got something somewhere with Miracle Grow. Okay, then I thought, no, I, Michael, I didn't want it to already have fertilizer in there because. Now I can't put the tomato food in there that I bought for it because I might burn them. No. No, I didn't. The, the ones that the potting mixes that say they have fertilizer in them don't, don't have enough to grow tomatoes. Well, I have in. never fertilized them, okay, but I'm watering them every day. And so I, got, I still have to mix up fertilizer then, and I've got these little uh, used laundry soap. Containers that I put water in. Okay. And I, I mix a, I mix a little fertilizer. That works. And then, but um, what about a, a whole cup to like a gallon, or how much would I mix? I, I bought good stuff at this Bandera Road Nursery, but I haven't used it. Well, yet. Mir- Miracle Grow is a, a wettable powder 
that you put a tablespoon and a gallon of water. No, I bought good stuff. This miracle Grow was already in that potting soil. See, I didn't want to quit it. I'm telling you, is is it in all that? Is it in plastic bags? The your fertilizer you're talking about? It's in a plastic bag, and it says organic tomato food. Oh, okay. Because uh, so I, 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 I get a miracid in, yeah, in, in, a, in a plastic bag, and I put, I put it in a, that, big ba- that big plastic bag. I put it in a 40 gallons and then distribute it that way. But you could do it a tablespoon at a yeah, gallon, right? Yeah, and, uh, That's what I'll do then, because, see, it was so heavy that I'm on a cane. I can't drag it right, right. into the garden back here. So I told him to put me some in a plastic. Well, first he put it in a plastic bag, and the raccoons got in and tore it all up. I know they'd eat fertilizer, but... <laughs> <laughs> all right, then I told him, no, we're going to have to... Well, if they're grown in one-gallon containers, they don't need any fertilizer. <laughs> oh, okay, if you do my well, trash... I'm never going to get a tomato unless I move them into full sun, is that right? Right. Yeah. Oh. And if oh. you... Well, you're going to get fewer tomatoes. You may get one or two. Oh, my goodness. But if oh. you do my transplant thing for, for the fall... But it's uh, like 10 gallon. I couldn't even. I couldn't even manage 10 gallons. I, I'm very able to lift a one gallon. Well, I did uh, I mean, you don't I have to lift it. Put it in an area that gets full. Uh, gets get have to more have to sun. Put them for me then, because there's, there's 12 of them. I love them where they are, but and and, and just even though the, like later on the sun's going to be even more intense, won't that be too strong for them? No, no, no. It won't be. They they grow commercial tomatoes. Uh, believe it or not, in full sun conditions. Hey, okay, well, Judy, how about, on, how about one more question? What's your last question? Well, it was about the fertilizer. I, 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 okay. Oh, you, something that will help everybody. You know, sometimes everything says organic. You know, how can soil not be organic? I mean... There you go. I mean, I mean it's like almost everything. You haven't added any kind of insecticides to the stuff, and that's what that ruins it from being organic. No, right? the, I mean, a lot of potting, potting mixes, though, are not organic because they're clay. They're clay uh, mineral soil, so they don't oh, call... I I see, I see. So there's a lot of mulch in this stuff, huh? Well, there's not. Yeah, then there's there's par- products that don't have nitrogen in the in them as you know, I, or, or organic materials, leaves and things like that all have nitrogen in there. Carbon. Okay, well, I, I just tell us again for the for the dunces out here on those three numbers. The first number is always one thing, another chemical. Another, one of them, first of them is one's nitrogen, right? First number is nitrogen. Second number is phosphorus, and the third number is potassium. Potassium. And so, if you want vegetables, you get one that has the first number. It's first very number is higher. higher. Thanks, Judy. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Vel is on she the line. She me out. <laughs> Judy has lots of energy. Hi, Vel. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine, and thank you for taking my call. Sure. Thanks for waiting. I I have a problem with a small black insect, and it can jump and bite you, but it's in areas where, like, water faucets are or a commode. And uh, they, they're the size of a small black ant, but they're really not an ant. Uh, they don't appear to be an ant. They look like a small insect. So. And they're outside, inside, where there's, where there's water. And they're small black jumping insects. insects. Uh, it, 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 when you break it, you know, when you put in your hand or something you, it, it's it's an insect it's not an ant is that does in a if you go to grab them do they jump away away from you 
Uh, they can. They don't always do that, but they, they, I have had them to jump on me. Sounds and like they do bite. Flea. Huh? Sounds like a flea. Oh, you think it's a flea beetle? No, not a flea beetle. Is it? Is it bigger than a flea, though? It sounds like. Uh, a yes, a flea. But it does that, sound like a flea. But yeah, fleas. Fleas are only uh, a pin, pinhead size. Yeah, but they're pretty. I mean, if they're they're a jumper. Uh huh. And they they they'll bite, but they're you know they don't they don't bite humans. Are they that attracted often. to water? Yeah, they are. As a matter of fact, um, I mean, wet when we have wet. Springs and soils, then we have more fleas. They're able to reproduce. Oh, uh-huh. So maybe that explains the faucet and the. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah they're around the. Like I say, they're in the house around the. Where the commode and the faucet in the bathroom, in the kitchen. Hmm. And um, they will, they'll spread to other areas. Uh, I guess that they. Maybe they. Have you got pets? They like. Sir? Have you got pets? Do I have, do I have pets? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, we have a flea problem. Yeah. Well, it's the same. It's that same flea, I think. Okay. Do you have uh, Do you have a pesticide company that you use? No, I don't. You might um, You might want to confer with somebody like Spider Man, who who are easy. He's they're easy to deal with, and they'll they'll. Uh, Diagnose what you've got and give you some options, and then you you know you choose if you want them okay. to, to help you. Spider Man, um, and 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 then you might want to confer with your neighbors and see if they've got a yeah pesticide same. company that uh, that they use they, they they use so you can compare. Okay, okay. Well, I appreciate that very much, and have a happy day. Okay, Thanks, thank Joan. you for going. Thanks, bye bye. Thank you. All right, that'll free up a line at 308-8867. And then we may, if uh, you don't think it's a flea, um, the only thing that didn't sound fleaish was the size. If she th- was comparing it to ant size, that's a pretty big flea. Uh, and I guess it could be a very small ant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, and then you... And you that's yeah. good. Thank you, th- you think of... Uh, she was thinking in terms high. of the water. <laughs> yeah. And the thing about that is they, they, they are a little bit attractive, but the... You're generally when you're around the water, you're stopped there or at the, you know, the toilet yeah. or the bath. So then you notice them when they're. Oh, oh, oh! I see. So if you got fleas in the house, you notice them there where you stop moving. Yeah, but right. if they get, they would, they would notice them on the pets too. Oh gosh! Well, I think I she mean, said they had. That well, see, that's that's if why they're that thick. They'd be they, on the pets. Yeah, too. and uh, that's another thing that I think why one of the reasons Milton. Was questioning to whether they're fleas because if she has them on the pets, then she generally would recognize them. Yeah, but she said they had a flea problem. They had. Okay. They, she thought they had sand fleas, but I don't think. Anyway, well, if, if folks, uh, if you've got a guess other than fleas on what it might be, you can call us at 308-8867. We're going to take a break, so give us a call and tell us what's going on in your gardening world at 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer.
Ladies and gentlemen, start your maters. It's time for the Millburgers Top Tomato and Best Salad Bowl Contest for the spring of 2017. That's right, June 17th, 10.30 to 12.15. Check out the Millburgers Top Tomato Contest. Bring in your best tomatoes, and you may win a great prize from Millburgers. You might even be named the Top Tomato. The first division is the Cherry and Smaller and the Regular Size Tomatoes. Then there's the Biggest Tomato Based on Weight. Then one tomato will win an extra prize as you win the best of show champion or top tomato. So there's lots of prizes to be had, lots of fun. In fact, Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate to use that day just for coming out and being a part of the contest and having some fun. So check out MillburgerNursery.com for all the details. MillburgerNursery.com where you'll learn about the upcoming top tomato contest June 17th at Millburgers Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Here's the phrase of the day, opportunity cost. Opportunity cost is when you missed out on something great because you chose something mediocre. Hi, Larry Elder here. The stock market is up, but you've been in cash because somebody told you it was going to crash. Stop listening to doomsayers. They may be costing you thousands of dollars of potential growth on your money. Call Pax Financial Group, a local advisory firm, at 210-881-5700 to help ease you back into investing. PaxFinancialGroup.com, 210-881-5700. Securities offered through LPL Financial member FINRA, SIPC. Nature lovers in San Antonio and Central Texas are very fortunate. Nature is all around us, and we have the opportunity to fill our world with birds, butterflies, and more. And guess what? It's easier than you think with the help of Wild Birds Unlimited. How? Wild Birds Unlimited nature stores can help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. Whether you're a novice or an expert, Wild Birds Unlimited makes nature wishes come true. Let's say you want a feeder that attracts a certain bird, or one that keeps squirrels away. Maybe you just want to sit back and watch the playful squirrels at the feeder. Wild Birds will help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. What else will you find at Wild Birds Unlimited? Just unique items for the nature enthusiast. You'll find binoculars, wind chimes, tilly hats, carved canes, art for the home, and more. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores with three San Antonio and shirts locations like 3820 FM3009 at Green Valley Road or call 566-8808. That's 566-8808. Looking for a fun and free family outing this summer? Don't miss Movies by Moonlight each Tuesday evening in June and July at Travis Park downtown, 930 a.m. The Answer in the city of San Antonio invite you to join us each week for a great family movie. This week catch The Secret Life of Pets. Free entertainment starts at 7.30 and the movie starts at dusk. Don't miss Movies by Moonlight. Tuesday evenings at Travis Park. Sponsored by Bahama Bucks, Dave & Buster's, University Health System, and Cricket Wireless. Homestead Handcrafts, the most unique craft mall with the finest handcrafts, collectibles, and antiques in San Antonio with over 300 different vendors. You'll find an amazing variety of treasures that change weekly. Homestead Handcrafts can dress you and your home inside and out. It's the ultimate craft show, open seven days a week. Homestead Handcrafts with two locations to serve you, on Thousand Oaks at El Sendero and Blanco Road near Panther Springs Park, north of 1604. HomesteadHandcrafts.com. Hugh Hewitt sees the media circling. There is a lust in the city to relive Watergate. A lust in the media to have a massive scandal and impeachment and a resignation and drive him from office. A, they, they dislike Nixon. They hate Trump. I, I think right now even Nixon must think, yeah, they hate Trump more than they hated me. But there is this overwhelming lust. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8 on 930 AM. 
The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The Answer, Milton Glick with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. We're live in the studios of uh, The Answer, and uh, we'll be back at Millburgers tomorrow. So uh, give us a call and be a part of the show at 308-8867, 308-8867. And uh, let's talk gardening with you. Or um, don't forget to come on out to the Top Tomato Contest next Saturday. Uh, you'll get so much information when you go to Mill. MillburgerNursery.com. You'll also find out some of the items that are on sale. Jerry pointed out the uh, Texas Star Hibiscus, and uh, there's lots of terrific items on sale. And David, of course, did a great job today uh, talking about summer color and yeah. and uh, Texas superstars and had a nice-sized crowd. So uh, MillburgerNursery.com is the place to go to learn about all these things that are going on. Well, and it's a nice, uh, place, too, uh, kind of incidental to the tomato contests or other things you can Visit the butterfly garden. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's a good uh, point. Yeah, everything is uh, b- blooming now, and uh, butterflies are thick, hummingbirds around. Uh, so it gives, gives you an idea of the number of plants that uh, can be used for a butterfly garden. Lots, there's lots of them, and Millburgers has, has them all. They've got, uh, in fact, one of them was in, on sale, wasn't it, the butterfly? Thrill? The, the well, Thrallis is a good one, but the milkweed, the tropical, yeah, yeah. The tropical milkweed is uh, one of the best uh, butterfly plants around. It's an attractive. And they've got lantana on sale too. Yeah, so lots of just and zinnias we were talking about. Yeah, zinnias and they have misflower, zinnias, misflower, milkweeds. Um, oh, and uh, our. Porterweed are one of our. There you go. Weird, if you want a really weird but attractive plant, uh, porterweed <laughs> is one to consider. And then Milberger's has all of those, and so they're, they're great, great basic plants for uh, attracting butterflies and hummingbirds. Trace was pointing out that um, some people have used the butterfly garden. Uh, when there are two people that come to the nursery and one is enthusiastic and the other one is is coming along for the ride mm-hmm. um, they uh, that the one coming along for the ride will go to the garden and sit in the swing and, there you and go. just uh, kind of sit in the shade and enjoy the blooms yeah and the butterflies nice, yeah. nice little piece, almost a meditation mm-hmm. area so we'll have to have a meditation garden next <laughs> right by the highway. We could just check. Yeah, we could. They could check in when they go go into on the path. You know, why are you here for meditation or for butterflies? And, then you, can, you, and you can go hug the tree. I just want to pass time till I can go home. You know, <laughs> they want me to hug that tree for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, you need to hug. I'm it. kind of suspicious whether they've got a bucket of water that's going to come down. I don't think so. When you run for mayor, there'll be this picture of you hugging this tree. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is. (laughs) Dr. Parsons' tree hugger says, uh, (laughs) but yeah, there's a hugging tree over there at Millburgers, and so uh, we won't tell you you what happens when you hug it, but it's a good thing. So uh, you you can go by and uh, hug the tree. Calvin got a good article in today's paper, uh, page... uh, the back, the back uh, page of the sports C. yeah. Back page of the sports page about uh, growing uh, flowers and herbs and things in pots with uh, uh, herbs, vegetables, and fruit. And he mentioned uh, satsumas and uh, mentioned uh, citrus in there, which is good. 
I was looking to see if you recommended a, a size container. Uh, that our, our last our caller before last. I, I was wondering about. if I did mention it to you. You mentioned uh, very. You said peppers make handsome specimens in containers, and can be very productive in a five-gallon container in the summer. What was that? What was that? On? Grow, grow, grow a spring and fall crop of tomatoes in ten gallons yeah. or larger containers. Yeah, the five gallon, that that's a torture in terms of keeping the water. Yeah, going. that's why I asked that lady yeah. with the planted on a gallon. I'm surprised she could keep that plant alive. And top heavy with a, even a five gallon. Their top million mm. had that. Yeah, it, it tip, once you get a little tips over. foliage and fruit on there, it's hard to keep it. Oh, up. yeah. We had to prop it up, and as a matter of fact, we got uh, some bricks and stuff and put it on the side. To you know, really, you were right, though. You mentioned the half whiskey barrel money. That's perfect for one tomato plant. Right, right. And then your tomato cages fit really well in there. Too. And if you put it in a good location, if, well, like she was talking about, she didn't have a good location. Not a perfect one, yeah. But uh, morning sun and afternoon shade is the ideal location. But uh, you don't have to move it, you know. You don't. You larger use a larger container. You don't have to move it. Then I hope she'll follow. Take my advice about basically what she's done in that gallon container is grow a fall tomato plant. In other words, uh, that that will be productive. She puts it in the sun, larger container. Uh, she was trying to do it organically, but I've. In her situation, uh, with a already grown large plant, I would use copious amounts of osmocote. <laughs> yeah, I, I, heard that, I heard David Rodriguez say that today on, he stole on, your on, his, on his radio program. That's become very well accepted. <laughs> I, as, told, as the, uh, I told you I found it in an English murder mystery, too. Oh, no. One that was written in the 50s or 60s. Oh, wow, and they and, said they they used copious amounts of osmocote. No, they said... <laughs> It was a said before Osmocote. I think it was oh, okay. co- copious amounts of information or something. Oh, okay. In fact, but uh, I also did. I also and... didn't. I didn't bring up with with her when we were talking to her. Of course, because it was a little tough to get a word in edgewise. But um, we're getting we're getting at the end of the spring right tomato season. You know, I know. It's well, Neil. she said she planted late. Yeah. So Neil Neil is talking about a. Uh, end of June, pull, no, middle of June, pulling your plants, and, right. and July, early July, right. Atlantic. I think we t- probably move it back two weeks to July, yeah. July first or so, and then middle of July or even t- third week in July, replant. I haven't checked to see when the first transplants will be on the market, but you know, with her plant being so big and everything, she, of course, she didn't want to cut it back. But uh, she could cut it back before she put it in uh-huh. in and, a larger container. That and I'm she was worried about transplanting. That that root ought to be pretty tight and intact. Oh and yeah, it'll be. But it, with a tomato, relatively easy to get that container off of there. Yeah. And then. You mentioned there, Millburgers has other uh, whiskey barrel size containers. Uh, they have big plastic ones, too, that aren't as expensive. They're not as pretty, but they would do the job. And I guess they use them for the uh, for landscaping or something. Yeah. But they sell them there. And I think uh, for less than $10, you can get a, a big old 
pot I, I, um, to use for that. So that would accomplish that. And she's talking about tomatoes in the front yard. I've seen a lot, lot of tomatoes. My tomatoes were in the front yard. In the container? Yeah. Because that's, again, the same problem. That's where the sun was. Yeah, yeah. So what do you have to do? No, nobody well, bothered they, them. And they look kind of cool if you've got them alternated with peppers or, or even uh, pentas or some kind of a blooming plant in there in the whiskey barrels, too. So you can have a whole garden. And that's what we mentioned in this article, that there's lots of, lots of choices for containers. And you can, if you, do, if you don't want to be, if you feel like uh, trying to garden in our soil is kind of overwhelming, challenging, a uh, container really does give you an opportunity to, oh, yeah. to have, have kind of more of a controlled situation for your garden. Right. And, and there's there's hopefully some place in her yard that could get sun. So if she's using a container and can go out to the front yard, I mean, if she's got grass, it must be getting some sun. Right? Yeah. So well, that's true. The uh, uh, another thing that she can do, uh, if she'll move up to a five gallon container, I'm, I'm not recommending that for a gallon container. But uh, wait till the broccoli season comes in in uh, in August and uh, September, and plant one broccoli plant in a five gallon container, and that'll do fairly well in the shade. Mm -hmm. But she's going to have to fertilize it. And well, I, I would recommend that she use copious amounts of autumn She even for the broccoli because she she was talking about over fertilizing. You're not going to over-fertilize uh, these hybrid tomatoes and hybrid broccolis uh, with just the fertilizer that's in the potting mix. But you, or, or even if you pick, if you use the fertilizers, and there's lots of them. I mean, we heard three or four different kinds that are especially for containers. Right. And you've got good drainage, then you should the amount of fertilizer shouldn't be an issue. On right, that, on you should that. never, never over fertilize. Yeah, because your osmocote won't do it. That organic tomato fertilizer. Right. I mean, you got to again. You could use the whole container. dump it in there. <laughs> dump it in there. Um, so, so that that that's not an issue uh, in terms of burning. What it, where you would burn it is if you used the. Uh, a manufactured lawn fertilizer, right? Right, because that's pure salt, really salty. And you re realize that most of those products that you were talking about, Osmocote uh, and uh, uh, the fertilizers like that, are slow release. They release over a period of time. So even though you, it looks like you're you're putting a lot in there, uh, it's not all releasing at one time. Uh, I was growing some uh, some uh, uh, begonias uh, in in a very loose potting mix, and I did my copious amounts of osmocote in there. And I mean, those things are are taking off and growing well. And uh, I love begonias uh, in that situation. They tell you when they need water, and they wilt a little, and and uh, foliage turns a little bit of color, and uh, full of blooms all the time. Mm -hmm. 
And, and you they're, like they're, they're in the shade. And you like those little puny ones. I mean, why would you use a little? Well, yeah, I'd, I'd, those whoppers are so. I should have. Cool. I should have gotten a whopper. I should have used whopper there. That would have been. Now that we, because we worried about the deer. Oh, we worried about the deer because the deer will come up on the porch. Oh sometime. yeah, and they'll. But eat they them. haven't eaten the begonia. They haven't. They haven't touched the begonia. Wow, that's good. But, I mean, uh, yeah, I would be afraid that they, yeah. and I think they would be a little more inclined to eat. And I don't know why. I just said the, the, the whopper than they would the smaller yeah. foliage to begonias. Maybe because they had just one bite, they could pull that hole. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, we've got about a couple minutes left, but I'll uh, remind you that you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. We broadcast every Saturday and Sunday live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. And today we had some technical difficulties, so if you came out, I apologize uh, if uh, we weren't there. But uh, the um, what we'll I have know it. that would have been a disappointment if we weren't there. Exactly. So we'll have that all fixed up uh, by tomorrow so that... Uh, that uh, we'll be there and uh, figure out what the situation was and get it all fixed. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to suggest you run over to millburgernursery.com uh, to find out all the activities that are going on, especially about the Top Tomato Contest. Uh, we'll get Trace on. Uh, I want to. Uh, we had some issues last time with uh, people who dropped off tomatoes and left them, and then when they came back, they had either won a prize or they hadn't, but their tomatoes were gone. And so uh, if you drop your tomatoes off... That's because some of us like to eat eat, eat the yeah. top tomato yeah. contest. Tomato. So we need to make that clear. But go to go to com to learn all the details on that. On behalf of the guys, thanks Remember, to Roy. Remember, you have to have a green stem on that. Okay. Thanks to Roy doing a great job, and thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. See you next or tomorrow on The Answer. <laughs> Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.